What's up, everyone? I'm back with a returning guest this week. We catch up on life, what's new, dry January training, and of course, we discuss the fact that I had a baby two weeks ago and how my family's life has changed since then. So please welcome one of my best friends, Terrence Halloney. microphone checker. <laughs> hang on hang on lacroix this is i think oh. this is the best flavor man so um i'm uh i'm doing dry january and probably yep, me longer, too probably longer honestly and yeah uh, me too um i become a lacroix connoisseur oh <laughs> connoisseur <laughs> it's a fancy yeah you know what it means um yeah honestly it's like, a fancy word it's a fancy word for like i drink a lot of it yeah um, what uh flavor was that you had a quick show um this is cranberry no actually so um i want to say it was until recent where i noticed like they always had like the normal flavors right like your limes your strawberries yep. like pure you know um, <laughs> yeah pure. and now they got like so i got i picked up key lime yesterday and then i picked dude up, um hibiscus Oh, I like key lime a lot. Key Big fan of key lime. Good. Do you like key lime pie? It's very good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Big yeah. fan. Big fan. Yeah. Two thumbs. Two thumbs up, two, bud. Two thumbs if up. I had more thumbs, definitely put them up there. But <laughs> I actually haven't had it in a long time. <laughs> um, dude, I'd love to hear more about Dry January. Tell me about it, man. And it beyond, has. you said. Yeah, well, so it really started with... um first off this is like the first episode i've done in like quite some time so i know a couple people probably want to hear about uh my big announcement of uh oh, of yeah. the child so we'll get to that but i so <laughs> it was um she she was due january 23rd mm -hmm. um which was just last week oddly enough yeah and, big congratulations by the way well, face hey, to face yeah, finally yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly like um it wasn't too difficult you know, uh, but that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. I, I hear some men struggle with it. So I'm glad <laughs> it's, so it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, but I, I told myself, I think in November, I was like, well, I know you're due in January. It could be any, any time. So I don't want to like have any, even like hint of alcohol, you know, like those, those Tostitos chips where it's a hint of lime. No idea what oh, yeah. that meant. I have no idea what that measurement is when it comes to seasoning. <laughs> like, <laughs> i'll tell you this it's more than a hint in that bag yeah. like they yeah it's, it's on your fingers hint. yeah yeah it's pretty yeah. Obvious. okay it's pretty obvious. so you're so, like not even a hint yeah i didn't even want to look at it um yeah <laughs> like, like in spinal tap remember that scene with the with the amplifiers and you're like no there's this guitar over here don't don't even look at it don't look at that guitar okay sorry <laughs> what a reference throwback big throwback good movie though it's a goodie it's a goodie yeah. I, well, um, you are a movie uh, connoisseur, so 
You've heard that word before. Actually, speaking of that, I have Josiah Dury coming on uh, next week. Oh, nice, yeah. man! So, the Dur. Yeah, we're. I'm. I'm picking. I'm just starting to pick up some episodes back up. So uh, he's going to be Let's on. Go. So we're going to talk like Oscars and movies and stuff because it's that time of the year. Mm. So mm-hmm. I um. So I did. I didn't want to drink at all, just in case, like I had to drive her to the hospital or something. And then I yeah. was like, you know what? I'm not going to drink at least through that. And then I was thinking February too, because I'll be watching the kiddo so much. Um, yeah, little Ollie. Then, yeah, I was going to go all the way up to March. But um, we'll see. I mean, I, I still might, but it's more so like my brother's coming into town and I want to show mm-hmm. him some breweries and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. And like March Madness, you know, there's like some sporting events and stuff that kind of just it's those it's those little things where. um, Like, so this is this is like the longest I've been sober in like many, many, many years. Yeah. Like, well, a, congratulations. Like yeah. And yeah. It's, um, it's kind of just like open my eyes a little bit in a couple of ways not so much that like i i had a, I had a problem but it just became more of a like um somewhat routine where it's like all right i'm watching yeah. a boxing fight yeah i'm gonna you know i'm gonna have a cocktail or like crack open yep. some beers or like this year specifically i don't know why i did this i wanted to feel one with what i was watching so um whenever i would watch game of thrones or house of dragon i'd have a glass of red wine that's a thing. That is real, dude. You see them sipping out of it. You're like, yeah, I need red wine. Yeah. So now, so yeah. this year I ended up doing, um, anytime I watched a hockey game or ho- it's hockey season. So I just picked up cases of Labatt's blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. One of the boys, man. You know yeah. what? In, in all honesty. So I really feel you. I tried to do j- dry January too. I did it unsuccessfully, but, uh, there's still, power and trying right was it this but year? um this year yeah this year okay yeah we, every year for uh church we do 21 days of prayer and so one of the things just felt like on my heart was give up alcohol and um but so i tried to do that among a couple other things but uh just recently within the last week i watched you've heard of uh huberman yeah um, i really like him. okay right so he's like yeah me too so smart right obviously if you know you know but um he had a video he put out about the effects of alcohol on the body and brain and dude it rocked me i was like okay obviously alcohol tastes good you know it's fun you know i like it a little bit and sometimes a little too much but it was like but i know it's not great for me Mm -hmm. the science behind how the effects i'll just say it that way how the effects of alcohol are like it was actually alarming to me. I was like, this is actually worse than I knew. It's so it kind of scared me straight. It's literally a poison. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it's a poison <laughs> yeah. for your body. Like your yeah. body is like not, I mean, obviously there's the in moderation or responsible, which, which yeah, has, right. has a lot of truth to that. Um, but I, uh, I, I feel the times where I like really would like a drink like this month uh-huh. have been the times uh, like like a, a rewarding thing, you know, yeah. I don't want to sound like Burt Kreischer and it's like I'm just celebrating my power or like I'm I'm treating myself. But it was yeah. like um a couple like a couple weeks in I, I was the next week it was going to be in the negatives w- weather wise. So I was like, all right, I'm going to load oh, wow. up. Yeah, like I'm going to load up a bunch of, of firewood and then haul it into the shed and then chop wood and get my fire ready. It's like, you know what, dude, after I did that. Give me a freaking just 
give me a Belgian double. Give me a couple of IPAs. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. Reward yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that. Or like I like just if I was doing a bunch of things, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to chill. I'm going to unwind. I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to pour a little, mm-hmm. a little tequila on the rocks or something and just, and just sip, yeah. sip my night away. And, uh, um, well, dude, you said it though. That's, uh, for me, it's, it's was like that reward became like a, oh, yeah, I did my laundry. I'm going to reward myself. Like, yeah, you know, I like woke up this morning. I'm going to reward <laughs> myself where it just becomes, I took a shower, thing. you know, yeah. <laughs> might as well reward myself. But it, it became um, almost too easy to like give myself another reward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but well, it doesn't come off as a reward that much anymore. You get them so much. Right. It's a participation yeah, exactly. award, maybe. You know? Yeah. Hey, and who good job, wants Timmy. You got tenth place. Good job. Like no. Good I don't... job. You yeah. showed up. Showed up. <laughs> you did terrible. Here's a yeah. reward. Yeah. Yeah, um, man. But no. So yeah, uh, I've been I've been drinking a lot of Lacroix. I've been getting heartburn from them. Um, mm. which is okay. That's I not suppose. great. What's well, the carbonation? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'm telling myself. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no sugars in there still. There's, no, there's, there's nothing in here but carbonation, like carbonated water and flavors. Um, I'm I'm a big fan. What's funny is like the time I really I I enjoy like the first, I guess, chug of a Lacroix because of the carbonation is so like refreshing and bright that it like just oh, scratches yeah. your throat. Like man, I just got an itch in my throat. Chug yeah. a Lacroix, just yeah, get dude. that. I just feel like, it, like just flushes everything down. Oh, dude, it's it's Drano for the throat. Oh yeah, that's okay. That's the best example. I'm, I'm, I was just, like trying to think of like a good, uh, a good analogy, and it just like it takes all your gunk, spills it up, spills it up. Yeah, clean the pipes, and you could breathe. And you could breathe. Yeah, yeah. Um, big fan, man. Big, big fan. fan. So yeah, it's good. Like I said, this is the longest I've gone. Um, I feel sharper, which is, uh-huh. I mean, that makes sense. Like you're not drinking, or at least drinking every day. Um, yep, and um. I don't know. I feel lighter. Like that's the thing. Like I go to the gym almost every single day. So it's like if I'm going to the gym every day and like there, I mean, I I do PT. I I train somebody Tuesdays and Thursdays and then I'm there uh, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, taking class Saturday, Saturday. If I'm not bartending, I'm I'm at the gym. So it's at the uh, boxing gym. mm -hmm. So it's like if I'm doing all of that and putting my body through it, but I'm like Uh drinking, I'm just staying the same, which is which is fine if I liked where the same was at. Like I didn't like right. where my weight was at. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, a good point, man. Yeah, like, like if, if I, you want to just stay the same, two steps forward, kind of one step back, just stay in that kind of same. Like, yeah. no big deal. But like, eventually, it, it is that thing of like, eventually, if you want to level up or become something, maybe we're not yet. I know that's true for me. Like, I got to lace down some things so I can say yes to, to some other things. You know. Yeah. Like the best version of myself is probably on the other side of not drinking for a while or not doing things that I've done for a while that aren't moving me past that, that same place. For sure. So I feel that. Yeah. Um, uh, you actually been... mentioned boxing. I wanted to ask you about that, dude. Like how has the boxing been going, man? You're doing PT. You said, how's that going? Yeah. So I, uh, I still go to the gym that we've talked about before. Um, I started, I guess, on the the trainer rotation, you could say. Um, Let's go. I 
Uh, I started being a trainer there in uh, like middle to late October. I already knew what I was doing just from title and and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I know when you What's come this? visit, when you visit, you're you're gonna go to this place with me. Whenever Let's you go, OBS are are in the area. Um, Let's so, go, hand clap, hand clap. So it's called. <laughs> so it's called. Um, it's called IBG. Um, it's mm. downtown. It's just it's more on like the east side a little bit downtown. Um, it's in kind of like a the area that it's in. It's it's like on literally it's on the other side of the railroad tracks, and there's maybe like three or four houses that are there. But then the rest is just the strip of like warehouses, like a warehouse oh, okay. district. And then and then there's a the, the gym is right there. Um, but then on the other side of the of the railroad tracks. Um, it's a little more in like the, the rougher low income housing, I guess is the proper term to call it. Sure. Um, it's, it's definitely just, it's, it's in like a, a more, um, uh, it's somewhat rougher area, like a couple blocks North, South, East in there, like blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's probably don't want to like be in that area. You're not, you're not going running there at like eight, nine o'clock at night. No, no, probably um, not. No, it's just like it's it's not like I wouldn't say there's a hundred percent chance something's gonna happen, but there's a chance something could happen. You know what I mean? So there's, it's like you can't say with certainty there's a hundred percent chance that something won't happen either. That's actually yeah, that's the best way of doing it. That's the best way of doing it. Um but the gym is dope, man. It's got uh uh Damian Black is the head trainer. He's actually I think he's the over I think he oversees everything now. Um, he used to be, he used to be an MMA fighter. He actually is signed with bare knuckle boxing now. Um, Sick dude. Shout out. Yeah. He, uh, I think he has a fight coming up this spring. He's trying to get on one of the cards. That sport's been blowing up. Um, but what's, what's nice is the, I don't know if you trying to think. So he's a, um, He's an announcer or analyst or ringside commentator. He's a commentator, actually, for Bare Knuckle Boxing. His name's Chris Liddell. He... Okay, Chuck Liddell. I've heard of the Iceman. No, no, no. Chris. Chris Liddell. <laughs> right, I heard you, yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> Big um, Chuck. <laughs> so he was on the Ultimate Fighter Season 4. He was in the MMA for quite some time. He fought Robbie Lawler. Oh, wow. Nick D- yeah, like he's fought He's fought some, some wow. tough dudes. So some notables, dude. Legends. Yeah, he... Uh, I don't know if he's in the UFC Hall of Fame, but he's he's in that category of like he's fought Matt Sarah. He's fought like like he's he's up in that Sheesh. tier. So yeah, and he's he's a super nice guy. Um, yeah, but he's from Indianapolis. He goes to that gym, and uh, he's cool, a commentator man. commentator for Bare Knuckle Boxing. So it's kind of like he has wow. an in for that. Yeah, and um, dude, um, so you got a house of legends there. You got a house of uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, have you House have you of Hard ever, Knocks, House of Legends? Do you remember Corey Anderson from the UFC? Um, light heavyweight. Um, Corey he was, Anderson. He's a light mm. heavyweight, uh, wrestling heavy black dude. Um, he he was like the same age as like John Jones. Like he fought, he was ranked around that time. Okay. Yeah. So does he, he go there too? He goes there too. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah. dude, so you become someone. who you associate with, man. Just yeah, I, show uh, me your uh, people. We we can show you your future. I won't be wrestling with him, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> have you ever? <laughs> no, I've seen him there a couple times, and then um, 
I did like a shadow boxing warm up with a group of people and he was there, but otherwise it wasn't anything like sparring with him. I've done some sparring yeah. drills and I've done some sparring there, but um Kelsey Kelsey's not a big fan of me doing that. So Yeah. <laughs> Understandable, man. I mean, your dad now, you got you got uh well, hopefully I didn't just break the big news to the to the people. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Um Yeah, I mean so so yeah, I go to the gym a lot it's more old school um there's like a huge wrestling room with like pads on like mats on the wall on the floor um Sweet. wrestling jujitsu room i guess you could say bags everywhere speed bag double end bag um uppercut bag the big big ring um and there, nice. uh, there's a lot of people there that go there a lot of pros go there at nighttime too i just haven't gotten around do to you tonight. yeah you're an early morning guy i see you at hitting the text at like four sometimes Close to five, five thirty. I'm like, come on, getting it, man. Yeah, it's an early morning. Well, I get up, so it's like a thirty five minute drive to the gym now. Now that we moved. Oh wow! Oh so, yeah, it's like thirty. Uh, I'd say like thirty, thirty five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get up. I go there. The classes start at six thirty. I like getting there really early and getting like the lights on, the music going. I like I like mm -hmm. jump roping before everyone shows up. Ah, that's good. I just like I just like getting loose and warm. You know? Yeah. That's good. Do you hit the ring too? Get a little sparring rounds in? I do. Um, it depends uh with who, but like a lot of it's just classes that we do. Um yeah. like 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 title classes, I guess you could say similar in that in that nature. But um we do a lot of circuits and stations as well. Um and then uh yeah, like if if I do PTs, I, I spar with that guy. And we, oh, we'll cool. do some we started doing a couple like sparring drills, like similar to what you showed me probably like six seven years ago where you do a combo with a catch and then they repeat it it's just like shadow drills and stuff but you can go oh, at yeah any, any speed you want so it's like if yeah. I do like a jab cross hook block like your your catch catch block right so if i'm like yeah. doing this and it's just like i can go quick i could do one quick and then just wait and then go so it's it's, it's i like that yeah it's it's fun i like that a lot i like that because it adds that like live element you know you can go like partner drills to train drill technique, but yep. when you add that like sparring, yeah, switching speeds like that, that live element adds adds some extra to the eyes, man. Like and you don't know how fast it's coming, when it's coming, and it's live it's very, teaching too because you're both mm -hmm. like teaching each other. So if I throw a jab cross hook, you're doing a catch catch block, and then as yeah. soon as soon as you block that, you throw the jab cross hook. So as soon as I'm yeah. not throwing it, I'm going to catch catch block. So if you're going back yep. and forth. And it's it's good because instead of I've done like quite a bit of like just sparring, like no drills, like all right, go light. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And with Damien, it's really nice because one, he could piece me up because of his experience yeah. and, and his size. But um what's real nice is is he's good at like stopping and just like like saying, like, hey, after you throw this, you know, you're you're doing this. Like, make sure you don't like, like, keep your hand up here if, if you're going to do that. So, like, that's teaching in real time, teaching, teaching in time, which is nice. Instead of like, all right, go in there and just start throwing. Like, yeah. If anything, I'm I just found, building my yeah. toughness, you know? That's it. Yeah. But that's like kind of, I could be speaking for myself here only, but that's kind of the last thing that I want. I don't want to just go in there and be able to just eat shots, Rocky Balboa style, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like I want to, I want to go in and have like a focus. I think there's so much value in like sparring games or stopping and teaching in the moment. But like, yeah, we're having a focus jab for jab or like we just got the jab cross, you know, you go, I go, maybe we'll go at the same time, but we got selective weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause otherwise, unless you're like able to dial it down or kind of meet people like each other where you're at, it just becomes like someone better than you piecing you up. And I know I got hurt in a gym like that before. And it's like, you know, it was almost counterproductive where I didn't want to go spar after that. So I like that, man. sounds like you got a good coach. Yeah, we do a good, um, like if it's me and and, and the one guy Tuesday and Thursdays, um, I've, I've started to kind of develop like, Hey, cause I'm, I'm training him. So yeah, we'll do for like warm up. We'll do boxing stations. Like I'll have him do, resistance band stuff speed bag double and bag with then we'll do noodles and then mitts and then we'll, we'll do some sparring but um i think what we're going to start doing is like hey let's do let's stick with that format we'll do one or two rounds of the sparring drill and then we can do like one live like yeah. just, just free free sparring because then you're like you're comfortable a little bit you know mm-hmm. um instead of just like all right here we go go light i mean who's yeah right who's light you know what i mean like i'm yeah exactly like, there's a weight advantage there's a height like yeah. who's like to him is not like to me, you know? Right. And, 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 and then as so, soon as someone lands the first big shot, then you're meeting them at that intensity. And it's like, it just escalates. Yeah. 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 It's good. To, it's good to like go light and live too, but it's, I think it's beneficial to build up to it personally. Yeah. I remember we remember we were sparring that one guy that one time Dang. in Indy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big shout out big dane Dude, he's and, like uh, a, we're... a multiple multiple time like golden glove champion in like yeah, wisconsin like, remember do you remember legit. what he said about wisconsin do you remember what he said yeah yeah he was like yeah i like won it like a couple times or whatever and had to like move on yeah i'd be like, like clean house <laughs> i just was like but we were trying to you know kind of grow in that and so we were trying to play games and have a focus and he's like man let's just spar let's just yeah. spar and i'm like that's cool man that's definitely beneficial and there's a time place for it but i find like yeah for especially for like beginners more beginners who are learning yeah it because boxing is a lot you know like you got offense coming at you you got to think about your defense what are your feet doing you know you got so many things that your brain is thinking about at once so it's like if you can isolate some of those things to help help people think rather than just having a barrage of everything coming at them all at once yeah so but it's i used to i used to have like a different mindset where i was like let's just let's just do it and see what happens and i'm like yeah but i'm not learning anything and then now it's like the more you do it you're like okay (laughs) it's a lot of it and i've been watching videos of of people which it's doesn't help too much sometimes it does but it's just like a lot of like if you're going light you're Try to relax because you're already yeah. exerting so much energy just with your uh-huh. adrenaline. And it's just like, like Sean Strickland yeah. has this video. It's one of my favorite videos of him. And he's just like showing people like how to like catch and box. He's uh-huh. like, look, at how, look how relaxed I am, dude. Like my hands are already yeah. here. I like barely have to move them. Just boop, 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 catch, catch, catch. Like, yeah. Don't, like, don't be so like tense or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And yeah. It's just it's, exhale. Yeah. Just yeah. breathe, buddy. Just breathe, man. It's all right. Yeah. It's man. just, it's yeah, just you'll air. Be- Hey, you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. It's just your air. eyes up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah man. Bo- boxing gym has been good. Um, that's good, uh, man. 
yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but it's good. Like I'm seeing results now, basically from like I've seen results before January, but now I mean I'm down. I'm probably it's really hard to tell every time I weigh myself, but I feel lighter, and I think I'm down at least thirteen pounds. That's big, man. Let's go. Yep, yep. I'd like yeah. to get. I'd like to get. I'd like to walk around at like one ninety. One ninety, yeah. That'd be like my my spot. I'd like Ooh. to just chill at. Yeah, that'd be great, man. I uh, I'm trying to put on some some muscle, some mass, some yeah. girth, if you will. Some yeah, girth. some uh, I <laughs> dude, I. <laughs> I understand that uh, a lot of that comes with eating. Like, for example, you may you may know what I mean when I say if you've seen Zac Efron on the cover of Iron Claw, the new movie. That, in, did you see that movie? I saw it. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Over or under the amount of cr- times you cried? Four. <laughs> Dude, under. But good lord, that was a tragic story. Ooh, that was man. so sad. Bro. I cried. So so many times, dude. It was so sad. And justice for Zach, man. He should have gotten nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, and I mean, yes, as well as an Oscar for beefing up, for beefiness. He looked yeah. so girthy. I, I mean, he had no neck. Just you could crack a pencil in his pecs. I feel like I'm gonna check this with Josiah for next week, but um, there. I wonder, like, what are if the Oscar has like certain like. I don't want to say qualifications, but like what exactly makes an Oscar nominated film? I, I believe yeah. a lot of it is like the transformation an actor or actress will go through. So like, right. Christ, right. like Christian Bale in the fighter, when he won an Oscar, it's like, dude, he yes. dropped so much weight, you know? Uh-huh. And then you got someone like Zach who beefs the hell up. Yeah. Like, like he's, I heard he put on like 15 plus pounds of muscle and it shows, I mean, he was beef caked up. He's got that special, but, that special Mexican supplements, man. You know that. He's got. That. Oh yeah, yeah. No, got, no regulations. You saw he's got a little. Chat, chat, he's got a little bit of help with him. We know he's got something going on there, man. Come 100%. on. Man. But he said too. He's like, honestly, I had to eat so much. He's like, it's going to be really hard to sustain. I probably won't sustain it because it's so much eating. And uh, I've heard that before. I just know that's true. And I like, I kind of live as far as nutrition goes. I'm. I would say, I'm like maybe above average in my knowledge of nutrition. No, not like if average is right here, I might be like one tier. Like I have a baseline, okay. a good level of baseline knowledge. Right. But I'm not like an Andrew Huberman. Right. Um, but I say that to say, I know the like general rules and I don't eat a lot. I like follow general rules. I'm not taking like two or three, uh meals a day i'm like grazing i'm eating kind of minimal you know what i mean so beefing up or gaining mass is is not like my regular flow yeah it would be like very much a hard habit to like all right hunker down and make three four meals a day you know what i mean but um a little at a time you know a little at a time a time yeah yeah I mean, I've, a lot of it for me like as far as like me feeling lighter was just definitely beer um yeah and then my portion controls have have gotten better over the last like six months i would always eat yeah. seconds or like you know yeah I don't, I don't care you know yeah um but yeah. but for sure like my thing is i want to lose enough weight and then it's it then it just turns into um moderation 
on -hmm. certain things. So you kind of like maintain, like maybe fluctuate five, five pounds or something instead of just sit like me. I was sitting at like 228 for the longest time. And I'm like, I don't like, it's not 228 a muscle. Like, you know what I mean? I have, I definitely have some, some muscle mass on like my back and my arms and my legs for sure. But I was just like, I don't, I don't like feeling like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Loaded and stuff. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. And I and yeah. And I feel it. In, I would always like look at it in my face and stuff. And even like a week after like not drinking or, or eating too much bread, like my face just I, I notice it first in my face. I just look skinnier. Yeah. So. That's crazy that after a week you could tell. That's awesome, yeah. man. Well, I'm superhuman. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, I'm that blessed. is. I'm blessed. That's a, baby. that's a known fact. Yeah. Got blessed. good genes in you. Blessed. Yep. <laughs> speaking of blessed dude you just reminded me uh i'm sure we'll be all over the place today but uh the blessed express versus uh justin gaethje pretty crazy matchup oh ufc um <laughs> yeah i wanted to, pretty I, pretty crazy i um i wanted to talk to you about all of that um but first let's just let's just point out let's just let's just get everything out of the way so i had a child yeah Okay. Yes, you did, man. Let's um, go, dude. Come on. And uh, it has definitely opened up my eyes in a lot of ways. Um, probably only told a couple people so far. We've just been so busy. Like he, he was born on the seventeenth. Um, you know, he went in. She was induced. Um, she took a nap. No, she was induced. Had her epidural. Took a nap. And then, like, two hours later, it was like, hey, um, it's about go time, you know? And I don't know. I don't think it's like this for everyone um, who has a baby, but it was nothing like you see in the movies. Um, Really? As far as, like, the screaming and the throwing stuff all over the place and, like, yelling and grabbing and and everything. Um, So, wait now. Are you saying? Hang on. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm going to clarify that. I'm saying what you see in the movies is like the people screaming and throwing shit all over the place. I yeah. think, I think it's, it probably looks like that for someone who didn't get an epidural because epidural numbs your, your whole bottom half of your body. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and it's probably not like that for everyone. So I am not an expert. I've seen one baby come out of a woman, not an expert. Okay. <laughs> and in my one experience, I'm going off of what I've seen. Okay. Well, that's good. I thought you were saying that was your experience, like throwing things, getting flipped, like Jesus in the temple, but that's good. So she was numb, just didn't even know she birthed the baby that easy. Or no, was no, it no, like, no, she knows, she knows. Um, okay. So it was, we were at, I think one of the best hospitals that, well, definitely the hospital for sure delivers the most babies in the state. I think it might be more than like just the state. They're, they're top notch. It's called community. Wow. North. Um, it's in like Castleton, Indiana. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, you go in, the room that you check into is like the room that you deliver in and then you stay there. So it's like, it's a setup, the setup of like a pretty nice room. Like I had my own little couch that kind of like folded down somewhat to sleep on. Wasn't the most comfortable, but it was like better than a chair. Um, yeah. She had her bed, yep. just posted up. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, checks every like 
when she went in, it was like she had to pee every two hours or less than two hours. She had to pee like almost every hour, but she's hooked up to the machine. Wow. So I would have to wake up and like just unplug her, kind of like make sure she was good to walk in. And when she walks back, wow. I would just plug her in. This was before Here's the epidural. A... So this was like, okay, because when you get the epidural, you can't really walk. So like she couldn't go pee at that. Oh, point. yeah. So this was this was before the inducing and everything. And it was just like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. All right, I got you. Boom. Because she couldn't reach to unplug from the machine. Yeah. So so that was the first wow. night. Um, boom, the, the induced, and then it's me and one other nurse. Um, and you're we're like holding each one of us are holding one of her legs up, her ankle up, and then all she's telling Kelsey ah. is like Kelsey's like here, just grab. She's like Kelsey, grab your hands, and then just pull your legs in towards your chest. Just pull them in. Just take a deep breath in, and then push, hold it for ten seconds. Exhale, and then go again. And then hold for 10 and then go. So it was like, do that three times. And then like, all right, get a little breather until the next contraction. And then boom. And then just started getting closer and closer. And then as soon as like the head was about to pop out, that's when the doctor and the other nurse comes in. So like really, it's just the nurse like making sure like, all right, we're just about ready. Just chill. Hey, we're ready for you guys. Come in, scrub up. Pop a baby out. Easy as that. Yeah. One, two, boom, blam. It was, wow, it was, man. It was wild. So you and nurse were were holstering her, helping her breathe so through I'm, it. Yep. I'm on one side. My yep. left hand was holding up her leg, and then my right arm was like behind her like head wow. or her back or something. And then it was just like push out. And again. And then again, because wow. if you like if you don't hold for 10 seconds, it's like um it's like it's like like you're pushing out like a like like you're pooping and like the turd goes out and then in out and in. So when that happens, oh wow! Like picture that it, when that happens though, like the baby's head is like going in and out of the canal, which makes its shape kind of funky. Oh, so that's the why canal that's why they're like the that area. So that's oh, why gotcha, they gotcha. say make sure you you hold that push. I see. Instead of just like. So you like push it out, hold it in position, push it out a little farther, hold it in position. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not going back in and out. Yep. Yep. Wow, man. So what's going through your head when you're experiencing this, holding her up, watching her breathe? Honestly, like watching I had, your I at baby. first Yeah, watch my baby come out. At first I was worried. Um, because we have like some very close friends of ours. Like obviously Rob and Andrea, they have two kids. Um yeah. And then uh, a good friend of mine, uh, I call her Kimbo. Her name's Kimberly. Um, her and her husband were good, are good friends of us. They also have two kids. But um, but Kimbo was like, you know, the tough part for for you could be like you're seeing your wife like go through pain and you can't do anything about it. So yeah. I was worried about that. Yeah. And I was fine because she um, she was doing great. And um, and uh it was just more so like, I mean, like we're here. Like that was my mindset. I'm like, I'm not like, I can't go anywhere. So it's just like, I may as well just, just be present, be in the moment. Um, yep. And uh, that's a good like, call. Yeah. It's like, I can't, it's a good husband gonna, call. Well, it's like, am I going to freak out and just be like, I don't want to be here. Like you don't have yeah. that option. I mean, I guess you do have that option, but then of course you're a scumbag douchebag. If you do that, like if you, just I was going to say, I've home. heard stories of like bad husband stories in the delivery room. So, I think you made a great choice, man. I don't want to see this. I'm out of here. Okay. That's fine. I don't care. Um, But it was more so like she was pushing out. 
I would look. There's no curtain. Okay, there's, it's not like I said. There's not a curtain. There's just like I look. The, I'm like the veil's okay. been torn. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and um, so like you're like seeing like her, her stomach starting to get a little like thinner or starting to drop a little bit, right? Just because like here's 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 where the baby is, and it's starting to obviously it has to come out. So like you right. can start to see like the, the her belly start to shift a little bit. And wow. then like you look and you're like, all right, it's it's getting closer. And um the nurse is there like guiding everything. So that part's a little yeah. weird, right? Um Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like you look a little bit and you could see like if the baby has a lot of hair, which Oliver does, like you would see like the baby's like skull and some hair. And I'm like, oh, uh -huh. okay. We're we're here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> And then, yeah, and then, uh, like, the doctor came in. They were, they do this all the time. So they're just like, oh, hey, guys, how we doing? All right, let's do this. Sorry, my back's oh, that is tight. Yeah, funny, they're just, dude. They're just You're, chill. like, freaking out, trying to just, like, be in the craziness of it. And they're like, oh, hey, yeah. I wasn't, I was kind of calm. Like, I was expecting myself to be more of, like, a comic relief. But, like, both of us were kind of calm yeah. and chill. Like, it was just, like, wow. she, Kelsey wasn't nervous or anything. I was praying a lot too, but like, yeah, it's good, man. We were just, we were in it. It's good, man. And then, uh, yeah, doctor comes in. She's just like getting all scrubbed up. Hi guys. How are we doing? All right. Ooh, everything's looking good. Sorry. My back's a little tight. I was, I was ice skating with my family the other day and I just fell and hurt my back. <laughs> all right, guys. So, um, <laughs> oh, nonchalant. <laughs> like, all right, once this is done, I got an 11 o'clock to go deliver one. So let's just keep this going. Um, but no, it, it was cool. So he, um, very it cool. was, it was like push, push, push. Okay, right there, and then as soon as like the head pops out, um, it's just like boom. He just he just pops right out. So as he was like coming out, she's the doctor told Kelsey, "It's like all right, go, come see your baby." She looks down. She's like, "Oh my gosh!" Because it's like an alien just came out of your body. Yeah, you know. And then um, and you see him or the child, and um. They asked if I want to cut the umbilical cord. So they take, they put a clamp, like the, they leave probably, I don't know, half of your index finger of umbilical cord on the baby, put a clamp on it. And then they put another clamp on the other side and you just cut in between the clamps. They like, they give you like the scissors is on there. You just walk up and just go snip. Like, like Sweet. That's it. Yep. Yeah. And then um, they do that. The nurse hands him over to Kelsey. Kelsey holds him. So you get like some skin to skin contact. Um, yeah. Which is super, I don't know if you, Heard of ops is like super beneficial for the baby. Like, yep, you guys are connected. I have heard that. Yeah, 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 that initial first connection. Yep, and then um, <clears throat> yeah, like the doctor just pulls out the placenta and all that stuff, and then cleans up, dries everything. The doctor out. does that. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's it's sitting in like it's still in there. Okay, so, it like, doesn't. So... I do have some anatomy questions, you know, because I've never experienced this yet, but so. The placenta is not just like a car that's following traffic, like running a red light. It's not coming through too. Think, it's got to be like. I think sometimes it does. Okay. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I'm nowhere near an expert, but I've seen. I've seen enough. You've seen, you've seen, you've seen some I will, things. I will. I will say this from my from my perspective. It's it yeah. Wasn't it was I wasn't grossed out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, the doctor right. kind of pulled the assist, helped out in uh yeah. the rest of it okay interesting yeah. man wow yeah. i probably sound like just so ignorant like dude you don't know this 
No, I don't. I wouldn't. And I'm so, I mean, you've now seen it face to face, but childbirth has got to just be one of the greatest miracles of all time. But wild too. Yeah. I think we were in, I don't know if I'm still in shock about it. I don't know. My feelings have been like wonky. I feel like the last like year or so it's weird, but, um, yeah, when the baby came out and everything, we were just like, like looking around like this is this is real you know but it wasn't i think it hits everybody differently like i didn't cry until um i didn't cry until the drive home from the hospital that's like when i started bawling a little bit that was for different reasons really um yeah but um but yeah sorry i thought i heard something anyways um but yeah, I mean, it was it was like you have this baby. It's like, hey, this is this is our baby. Like, it's here, you know. Uh-huh. So, um, it's just it's just wild. It's it's crazy. Wow. It's, it's a crazy adventure. But you're there for a couple of days. Um, nurses come and check every couple hours because we're mm-hmm. breastfeeding. So he's got to eat. I mean, regardless yeah. of, of of how he's eating, like he's got to eat every two to three hours. Um. He's super cute. Um, I've only heard him like screech cry twice. And one uh-huh. was when um, he, he had to get like his hep B shot. That's like the one of the first things like a baby has to get when it comes out. It's like hepatitis B and whatnot. And then yeah. um, when they when they brought him back after snipping him um, and then he peed. So it's like, oh, so it's like he, got, he got snipped and then like, yep. He had to change his diaper and he peed on it. So it's like, do you got like urine, urine on top of like, Oh, the old tender. Yeah. Those Ah. are the two times, the two times he was. Oh, the poor lad. Reaching. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, I don't blame him. Yeah. yeah, Now, I mean, now we're back at the house. It's just learning his sleep windows, learning his wake windows. Um, He is 12 days old now. Um, 12 days. old. wow. Do you guys feel like you've gotten a rhythm? Like you're, Starting to yeah. be like, okay, 12 days in now. Yeah. I mean, as, as, as best of a rhythm that you can be in, I suppose, um, it's going to change over time. But like newborns, dude, for the most part, they sleep a lot. So um, yeah, it's just kind of working around that. Like he doesn't know what day and nighttime is. He knows if it's light outside and dark outside, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. born in the winter, so it's like it gets dark at start at like 6 30 or 7 o'clock you know yeah dude ready to sleep again yep. yeah have you been how is your sleep been are you waking up every couple hours are you sleeping only a few hours are you pretty tired or do you feel like all right so, i'm energized i'm in dad mode so it's kind of weird i mean that's probably one thing too with with not drinking like i wake up in the middle of the night and i'm not like groggy or, or super exhausted Ugh. yeah yeah um so i'll wake up i'm tired but um, we tried for a couple nights. Um, you you track everything on a phone app now. Like there's like yep. certain phone apps for like, all right, when did we change his diaper last? How often does he sleep? You know, feeding and everything like that. And it's super beneficial for when you have a pediatrician. Like he went to the pediatrician today, so like it's his it's his child doctor, and they'll ask you those questions like, hey, how's what's his sleep like? Or you know, does he like, hey, he's he's acting this way like how often does he pee or something how how many like wet diapers and you could pull the app up and be like hey i swap out 
like six wet diapers a day, but you're telling me you should be doing this. So then they can kind of like, yeah, look into it. But honestly, um, it's helpful. Like we, like he's laying down right now. Um, he falls asleep when we're holding him, but it's mainly after he gets fed. So a lot of the rotation is, um, change him, feed him, and then he goes to sleep. And he sleeps for about like three. It is weird though. Like during the day, he'll sleep for like two hours, mm-hmm. hour and a half to two hours. But at nighttime, like when we go to sleep, dude, he's out. Or at least I think he is because I'm out. He's out for like three. He's out for like three to three and a half hours. Um, oh, that sounds great, dude. Yeah. So like we'll like we'll both wake up. If we both wake up, it's quicker. So like I'll wake up. And then I'll go to the bassinet, pick him up, hold him for a little bit. And then I'll start to change his diaper while I'm doing that. She's getting set up to like breastfeed. And mm-hmm. then as soon as he's like on and everything's good, like I'll stay up a little bit to make sure she's okay. And then I'll doze off. Um, and then she'll stay up for a little bit just to feed him and then um, rock him to sleep for. It depends. Like, like after a lot of times at like a baby's tired and then you feed him. Like, dude, they turn into just like this lifeless being afterwards. They're just so like, just like <laughs> they're just they're past, they're past, passed out. Like they're they're yeah. super asleep. The, the deepest REM sleep you could possibly. Oh, be dude, <laughs> so I'm so envious when that happens. I just see him. I'm yeah, like, man, I want to do that right now. Uh huh. <laughs> like just a bottle of melatonin or something, and he's just out. But the oh, sleep is is fine. I mean, it's good. Like it'll be, you know. We'll, he's asleep now but um it'll be like 10 o'clock uh that rotation and then probably like 1 or 2 a.m quick rotation to do that and then it's like five o'clock well i'm getting up at five to go to the gym so like i'm already kind of i'm a little more tired throughout the day but um yeah i got coffee i haven't had celsius in like probably most of the month actually so i do wow dude i I do miss my celsius (laughs) that's uh that's a big deal i I made a decision today. I was at the gas station. I was like, I'm going to buy a Celsius. I've had them throughout the, the 21 days. I think they're the best energy drink on the market. Like I do too, honestly. And, and yeah, they're, they're clean the energy. I agree. No sugar, no artificials. But I I went for uh, up, up time, if you heard of that one. It was like, it had L-theanine in it, which I like. Um, kind of relaxing. Uh, but... Uh, it did not have taurine. I heard Andrew Huberman say something about the negative effects of taurine as well. In I'm like, like anything all the monsters and stuff, right? Isn't that like the yes, yeah, one, yeah, monsters, no good, but yeah, no Celsius good. is like number one. It's cleanest. I do feel like on uh, a Huberman note again. I'm like, because I I got on a kick. I listened to like six hours of him the other day. I'm like, anything this man says, I'm just gonna regurgitate it and counted as truth i mean he is like is that the right word smart you will like you know like bring it back up you know there we go <laughs> like yeah you know i'm gonna like yeah. bring it back up um but yeah dude i love a good celsius yeah i love them so yeah it's just been a lot of coffee um and you know i i, dr- I drink my coffee i'd say like 99.9 of the time i'm drinking coffee just straight just no cream, no sugar, just straight black. Just that's it. Dude, that's the way, brother. Um, that's the way. <laughs> I did. I will say though, like a couple of weeks ago, I bought 
um, Kelsey drinks it with creamer, and I, I saw a creamer flavor. Like, you know what? This is they were on sale. They're like the Kroger brand for like two fifty or two ninety nine. I was like, all right, I'll get one for her, but I'm gonna get one for myself. I got creme brulee. Oh wow! Oh, you fancy. Felt, I've never felt more white in my life, man. Oh, you are you're you're a connoisseur, baby. <laughs> Word of the night. Yeah, I like um, uh, I like it with either butter, okay. coconut butter, or coconut butter, coconut uh, oil, coconut oil, or uh, cinnamon. I've been putting so like butter and cinnamon in it, spruce it up a little bit, you know, get some benefits, but yeah. add some flavor to it as well. I used to put ghee in there. Really? Yeah, I think we talked about that last time you were on, and I forgot what the benefits were. I don't do it anymore. Is it, is it like a healthy fat? Is that the benefit? It's a healthy, ghee, yeah, ghee is a healthy fat. It's like a healthy butter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Get your healthy fats in. Yeah. Healthy fats in. So. Yep. I like it, though, dude. I like that. Well, that's good, man. Got your caffeine still. Got your coffee. Yeah. Doing your dad thing. Uh, getting into the rhythm of things. Doing the dad thing. Uh, my brother hasn't met him yet. My mom was there the day he was born. She came down. Oh, um, nice. And she's actually chilling in Tennessee right now, but she's coming back up. Really? Um, What's going on in Tennessee? Her, uh, she's got a very good uh, friend down there. Her and um, so her, so so her friend was with in the quilting group with her up in Cambridge. Um, yeah. So um, her friend and husband live in Tennessee. I don't know where in Tennessee, but they've lived there for for a couple years now. So my mom will go and visit them every once in a while. So she'll. She's going down there. She's she's on her. She'll be on her way back on Friday, and she'll stop here for the night to to see the baby, and then um, um, then she's going back to Minnesota. So, uh, is she quilting? She be quilting. She be she be always quilted. She quilted one quilts? for she quilted one for Ollie. Yeah. She oh, nice one. man, dude. That thing is gonna probably last forever and be like one of his she, favorite things as he grows up. She has. It's so impressive because um. She'll send like my like my brother, Kelsey, myself, and my brother's fiance are all in a group uh, message with her. She'll send them pictures of like, oh, I had a quilting treat. I should have this quilt on. And she's just super. I don't know if it's like a combination of being humble or just she's not aware of how like impressive it is. Uh-huh. I, think it's, I think it's a combination of both because she's like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. Everyone thinks this is cool. They want me to like enter it in the Isani County Fair. And I'm like. Why don't you do that? Nah, I don't know. I'm like, just do it. Like, who cares? Like, get a get a ribbon yeah. or something, you know? Um, dude, but she quilts, man. She quilts a lot. Yeah, you uh, you remember my uncle Mark? Long hair, stuck oh. in the seventies. Just loves rock and roll. Hey, um, he his... would not. He would not say stuck, and I wouldn't either. I love. No, his yeah, no. It's like <laughs> the best stuck. Like he is an, an old head. Yeah. Um, but uh, love Uncle Mark, but his wife. Aunt Luann, um, as I so affectionately refer to her, she's a quilter too, like probably similar tier to your mama. But yeah. it's like, dude, quilting is like a big deal, you know. But like, same thing, retreats. I mean, like a shed of like, the equipment is like industrial size. Like, it's, it's insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah. She made us one, Aubrey and I one. We got it on our bed right now. The foot of our bed keeps my feet very uh, warm. Probably too warm, personally, but I love it. I love looking at it. It's so beautiful and intricate. I'm like, this is literally amazing. They spend, like, the same amount of time you would spend, like, for a work week. 
on a single quilt. I'm like, and one, or this sometimes is longer. incredible. Yeah. yeah, truly incredible. So for, for all the quilters, all the moms, all the aunts, man, we just truly love it. <laughs> Anyone listening who's in the quilting world, man, keep going. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Yeah, she's... um. She's made me, she made, I think she made me two now. One of them was like this, this, um, I think it's called like a me quilt or a oh. you quilt or something. And it's, it's all each individual patch is something about like myself. Wow. And the same and the same for my brother. I don't, I don't know the, the term. I'm sorry to the quilters out there. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, she's, she's cool. So, but she, yeah, she's down there now. She's going to come up. She'll stop and, um, and see the baby. She made um she's super crafty. So uh she made yeah. this thing out of um it's like a sensory toy that like kids have that so it sounds like plastic and everything. But uh-huh. um it's a patch and one half is like a pair of my dad's jeans and then the other oh, half cool. is a pair is like is is like part of his shirt or or a sweatshirt mm-hmm. or something. And then there's like loops and stuff on it. But it's like it's something of my dad's, which is like super dope. So that's very cool. And he's got your dad's namesake, which is he does. amazing. He does. And honestly, I think that uh, that's, I would definitely say that's probably why I cried on the way home. Cause it's just like the yeah. memories of all that stuff. And it's like, you know, and I know you're in a similar boat, so I'm sorry about that. Um, but like, yeah, like it's just Thank weird you. because like, I'm a dad now and like my dad's not here. So it's just that type of, yeah. it's a weird thing that I, I've talked to a couple friends about it that that have been in a similar situation to it. It's like you just kind of play the cards that you are dealt with, I guess. It's kind of a way of yeah. holding it. You know, it's always going to be there as a reminder, which it's it yeah. sucks. Definitely sucks, but you know. Well, but now you have this really cool opportunity to like you passed your dad's name on. And he gets yeah, that's to, true. almost you get to pass his legacy on as well. Yeah. and instilling in things that your dad instilled in you and so the memory lives on and uh you know which is a beautiful thing yeah beautiful thing yeah. so job well done man way to way to honor I way to honor so. your parents I, and to, I think so <laughs> and, and to carry on a, a life well lived that's all we can do man I and mean, that's all we can try to do at least you know yeah um yeah how long? So how, how how long has it been with uh with your dad now? Um, it's been let's see. It's probably really terrible. I don't know the exact date off the top of my head, but maybe six months, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, July, August, September. Can't quite remember, but yeah, man. Yeah, it's been. It was very sudden. Um, well, the, I think we may have talked about this a little bit, but, um, he had a stroke and then he had multiple strokes. And so his decline was rapid. It was very fast. Mm -hmm. Like he lost all motor function, all control speech, almost to the point of all, but like most of it. And so when we went back up there, uh, my grandpa was the same way. But yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Going. yeah. So it's yeah, just like, it's oh, just yeah. Weird so you've experienced it. Yeah, bit. and you know, you met my dad too. He's country guy, built our house with his own hands. You know, lived off the land, a simple man, played guitar his whole life, and um, 
that's a dream. Yeah. That's such a dream, dude. Like the older like I get. And actually, yeah. I'm not even that like we're not even that old, but it's like right. I want I want land, a cabin. Yeah. Just give me well, dude, when I heard so you I can stream it. something, but yeah, I just want <laughs> right. Yeah, I need a couple pleasures still, but uh, I heard you say you mentioned wood, uh, wood in the beginning, firewood, and I was like, oh, dude, made my heart come alive, dude. Yeah, I can't, having I can't, firewood and I can't wait for you, split, like, I can't oh. wait for you to come here, man. I got, um, I got uh, an axe, but also I picked up like a mall too, and I'm just oh, dude, oh, that's my childhood in my whole heart i feel so I just manly doing it. all the wood yeah yeah <laughs> we used to we used to split court we used to have friends over to our house and just split wood and i mean it helped us out obviously but it was also just so fun such a good workout too yeah. but but so then when we went up to visit him for the last time um he was in real rough shape and but there was really sweet moments that we got to have with him. Like there was moments where he was really coherent and present, you know, and did his best to articulate what was going on in his head. But even though it didn't come out, you know, um, all the way, probably like he wanted it to. But we got to share some laughs and some memories. And he was just so weak in body, man, um, and which was really hard to see. But he we. Also, my sister at one point, Shauna, had given him permission once we were all there. And she was like, hey, dad, like, it's okay. Like, if yeah. you need to, like, like, be done, like, it's okay, you know? And so we got to share a lot of, like, hey, dad, thank you, man, for just loving us and raising us and a life well lived and, like, cry together, you know, and, and, and laugh. And the day after that, is when he passed and so it was almost like he was like holding on you know almost as like a i'm trying to see my kids my whole family one last time yeah i don't know if that was the case or not but um you hear stories of that sometimes you know where like it's almost like when you give people permission they're like okay it's okay you know so it was obviously hard and bittersweet but it was also very sweet that we got to i counted a blessing in that sense yeah. you know that we got to see him one last time and um pray him off and and love on him and uh just at least share some final words you know um yeah man so i uh it, it's weird though too like you you know too just processing through it you know like mm -hmm you experienced it as well but like yeah it's weird he's gone and so you just remember you know yeah. and yeah it's different too because uh, our our situations were um mine was more quick um instead of yeah. just like hey he's he's declining he's starting to get there like you gotta go see him like i i don't want to say there's like a, a better of the two <laughs> obviously but yeah it, right it's one of the things where like i don't know how i would feel if it was you know if if, if i was in your shoes and it's like i'm watching like my dad who's like in my eyes the strongest person that i've known yeah. you know and like you're seeing this I'm, this is weird compared to my situation yeah. um which was also kind of strange too because i remember the last time i talked to him on the phone was a friday 
and it was like the longest I talked to him on the phone for. And um, I know we, we, I'm sure we talked about this and uh, um, it was like the longest I talked to him on the phone for, and we we're just talking about like, yeah, like work's going good. Like I'm probably going to get promoted to this. They have me doing this thing now. And um, you know, like Kelsey's good. Everything's cool at the house right now. Um, kind of just, I said, we talked about, cause I, I have a Jeep and he talked to me about the Jeep and I was like, yeah, like I'm, I know you saw a picture of it, but I'll, I'll, I'll be up there soon. You know, we, we, we can check it out. And then it was, it was like a 30 minute phone call, which is the longest that we've talked on the phone probably ever. Right. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. it was um, it's like, all right, man. Well, yeah, like I'm proud of you. Like I love you and stuff. I'm like, Oh, I love you too. And then, and then I text my brother. Um, I think that night. And is it that night or the next day? And I said, yeah, I talked to dad, like probably the longest I've talked to him on the phone for like, Oh, uh -huh. it's weird. And he's like, yeah, he did the same thing to me. It's probably because mom is at a quilting retreat. He's just bored and lonely. I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> who knows? Um, but I still believe to this day, like that was just um, God's way of speaking to us. I and mean, like, hey, this is like your time to get a good conversation in. Um, yeah. And then it was, uh, um, I remember, I think I bartended that Saturday. I bartended that Sunday. And I remember closing Sunday night. And uh, I worked the next day. And that's that's when he passed away. So my mom came home that Sunday from the quilting retreat. And then it was like that Monday morning that they're like, hey, he just died in his sleep. I'm like, OK, it's yeah. super weird, you know, because it was super quick. So so the processing uh -huh. was I think the processing was more like. And actually, well, I don't know, compared to yours, but it was just like a quick process, like all I could yeah. say for like 10 minutes straight was like, I don't know what to do. Like, those are the only uh, things I could say. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Um, and I've probably told this story quite a few times. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. But it's just like, it's a weird way of processing it. So now that, yeah. I'm, now that it's like, you know, he's been uh, over two years now. His birthday is in a couple months. So I always do his birthday tradition, which mm -hmm. is where <laughs> every birthday I'll get. Look, it's not the healthiest, but my dad loved it. So um i'll get uh two sausage mcmuffins with cheese no egg from mcdonald's that's the only mcdonald's i'll ever eat like i, I don't own anything else I'll, I'll i'll do a little sausage patty okay Just hey give, in give honor of him hey yeah <laughs> so i'll do i'll do two that's of those blessed. i'll do two of those i'll do um i'll drink green tea uh or i'll, I'll drink tea um unsweetened tea that's all he would drink if it wasn't water oh wow and then uh Came in Jack's, like the super, like the bottled margarita, which is super sweet and just rough. Um, <laughs> and then I'll list, I'll listen to Bob Dylan, Frank Zappa, and Eric Clapton. Oh, Those okay. are his three guys, and or Chicago. And then I will. Um, uh, oh, I have a bottle of his favorite scotch that I open up just for his birthday. It's fourteen year Oban. Wow. And then once, I love that I mean, dude. Once once that bottle's done, I'll, I'll buy another one for the same thing to carry. But that was like one of his last ones. So yeah, uh, I love that. That's very specific to him to honor him. I love that, dude. Yeah. Me and my dad played so much Bob Dylan growing up, mm -hmm. and so same in my heart too. Bob Dylan has such an affinity, dude. Just sitting around the table, he would play. One of my favorite things about my dad, he's a big guitar player. He wrote a lot of music, but um, acoustic player, but he would always get so like emotional, teary eyed. And mm -hmm. whenever he'd sing a song, he'd always 
be plucking and strumming for like a couple minutes, you know, giving like a nice little intro. And then he'd play it and mu- music just like moved him. Like he would be done and then he would be like teary eyed, you know? And I'm like, gosh, I love that so much. So, so many times, dude, playing Bob Dylan songs and like seeing him teary eyed and like having moments like that through, through music and namely Bob Dylan, dude. Like Do you think- I, okay. I love Bob Dylan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say this. And this is not an actor to your dad or my dad because they were the same when it came to that. Do you think they both sang Bob Dylan because Bob Dylan is not a good singer and like anyone could sound? (laughs) He's a unique singer, though. I think think he's an easy one to sing to to sound like him. Yes. But also to like his singing style was more like, I guess, like bluegrassy or something. He wasn't a singer, though. He was a songwriter and he was a a revolutionary. You know, he was a revolutionary at his time. And so I think that's why my dad liked him. Because mm-hmm. he, he wrote music that was like, you know, he kind of had these aspirations to change the world with his music, you know, songwriting, love songs and this kind mm-hmm. of stuff and um, songs about the earth. And so Bob Dylan was very much in that same vein. Bobby. And yeah, my dad also, well, he was a songwriter and a guitar player. He wasn't a singer. <laughs> Oh so, yeah, Bob. Gotcha. That probably also helped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. man. Uh, yeah, I've thought I've thought parents. of like, um, at least for 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 baby Ollie or OJ or whatever you want to call him. Juice is loose. Um, Juice is loose. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, sorry, but I have so many Halloween costumes picked out for him already, man. OJ, baby. Oh, OJ. <laughs> So <laughs> oh man hey oj's so guilty man oj's guilty or not guilty whatever it is I'm oh it, yeah well <laughs> it's one of the two that's hey, the for glove sure. the glove didn't fit and he wrote a book so he's clear um <laughs> he did do both of those things yeah he wrote a book he is power the, to you he is so crazy because you'll see on social media he'll just play it off like hey what's up guys it's oj simpson here oh we know who you are we uh yeah yeah, yeah, we we know you, OJ. You, you don't got to introduce yourself, man. We got you. It's all right. Well aware, yeah. What's up, like, Twitter world? It's OJ. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I we we know a lot about you, OJ. Yeah, we've was, we've done um, the research. There was, <laughs> um, I think it was last fall. Uh, I guess there was like some serial killer talk going around in Chicago, and uh-huh. OJ Simpson posted this video on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now. And he's like, what up, Twitter world? It's OJ Simpson. For some reason, a lot of people are reaching out to me about this serial killer Chicago. I don't know why. I think I think you know why. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just take a stab in the dark. I think you probably. (laughs) Oh, I do. But hey, man, he's playing. Not your gloves, not your gloves. Um, Not your gloves. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. good stuff uh, right there but yeah i've thought about like what music i'm gonna play for I, I i'm just excited for as he grows older first off i pray every day for him to be just a healthy baby and for kelsey and i to be good parents right um yeah it's good prayer. and um yeah i mean it's so far it's been okay like we're at the house now he doesn't start daycare actually the daycare is at this church that's in town um oh nice which we were gonna go to the church to check it out 
eventually soon. I don't know. He's just so new and fresh that we don't want to like take him out in public right now. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. that feels like a, a common thing. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, like he's healthy. He starts daycare soon. Uh, but I'm just excited to like watch sports with him or movies or listen to music and yeah, you know, dude, he's got a cool brain. bed, man. I yeah, think so. I think so. That's pretty wild, dude. Like to think, I mean, for one, you're a cool guy. You're you're gonna make a great dad, and it'll be cool five, ten, fifth, twenty years from now, like just to see you guys age together, you know? We've got to age as friends for about that timeline and grow Honestly, as friends. And It's been like 15 years, I think. You and yeah. Me? Yeah. Well, honestly, dude, I knew you when I was like 17. So yeah, me too. We're the same in age. two years, bro, it'll be 20 years, <laughs> two decades we've been friends. So that's just wild to think like <laughs> how your son and you are going to have a, a relationship like that, man. It's weird too because you can – um uh, well, we're the same age pretty much. So it's like when we were younger, we see like our parents, like they grow, like, like they're growing older and they're like talking about the memories they had. Oh man. I remember uh -huh. when I saw, when I saw Eric Clapton do this, like when you and I are older with our kids and stuff, it's like, yeah, man, you don't want, do you want to talk about Conor McGregor in 2016? Let's go. Yeah, bro. Let's, yeah. Right. Let's go. Oh dude. I can't wait to tell you some stories, man. Oh, All dude. of our growing up stories and yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just excited, That's... you know. And yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm excited. So for sure. Yeah. Um it's probably a too early of a question for you. Um, but do you guys got a number in mind, one and done, or are you gonna keep it's... it rolling now that it's going or <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> because I was already thinking of that like at the hospital because like you see him yeah. and um I mean, when, when, when you see your kid for the first time, like all I want to do is just give him like a hundred percent of like my love and time. Right. So like, yeah. I don't want it to be, it, it sounds selfish, but like if, if we have another kid, I, I would feel bad. I'm not showing enough attention to the other one. A oh, lot of sure. like, like almost every parent is great at doing that where they, they can show their attention to multiple kids. Like some of my best friends have multiple kids and they're great parents, you know what yeah. I mean? Me, it's just, yeah. just in my head right now. It's just because it's so early. I'm like, uh huh. You know, I I want to show him like a hundred hundred percent of my time or as much yeah. as I can. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Definitely. That feels I, we would probably max at two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Max at two. Yeah. So unless uh, the Lord crafts twins in in the next go, then. <laughs> Three will be the max, but <laughs> your your plan is max at two. Dude, we I was talking to Rob, um, Rob and his wife about that. Uh, we we're like, man, what if these were twins? And she's like, honestly, I wish I would have had twins first, so I could just be done right away. Like if yeah. you get twins, like your second time around, you're like, well, I went from one to three. Dude, um, yeah, that's, you're that's playing. Yeah, it's right into zone defense. Yep. That's wild, man. That's wild. It's actually funny because um, we have twins in our gene, genes um, and so many people have like, and I, like I say so many people, but legit, so many people have been like, Timory, for example, was yeah. like, oh, I had a dream that um, Aubrey had twins and I like ran up and like gave her a hug and 
all this her stuff. Dreams, her dreams are powerful. We know that from you TV. know that's true. Yeah. You know that's true. So like when she says that, it holds weight. But multiple people have been like, I had this feeling like I just got this like impression that I was supposed to tell you you're gonna have twins, and we're like, okay, now it's like way past coincidence. Like, oh, all right, Lord, yeah, twins. If you want to give us twins, we'll take twins. Yes, but I'm like, man, are we actually gonna have twins? I don't know, but uh, that would be cool. I'll be down for that. I'm ex- I'm excited for you guys, man. Whenever whenever that season comes in your life, um, yeah, you're gonna be an awesome dad too. So it's exciting. Oh, thanks, dude. Thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, when the time is right, but I mean, now it's like all of our friends, everyone's had kids for a while. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to have everyone else's kids that I care about grow up too old, you know, where our kids like aren't in that same phase of life. Mm-hmm. So our, I believe our time is coming soon. We've waited intentionally a long time, yeah. you know, and so a lot of that's practice a, under our belt, but that's a, that's a, that's a good way that's a good way of doing it honestly is like you know um because there is that 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 mental thing that kicks where like all right we're married like we're talking to our friends who are like our same age group married and it's just like hey when are you guys thinking kids because we would like our kids to to grow up together right so yeah um like we're we're kind of like that but also and i i always talk about the malads like rob and andrea they're like beautiful people and um you know they they have two kids so like when they were one of the first people we told that we were pregnant. Um, oh, nice. You know, cause like we were, we were at their house like almost every week doing like dinner or game night or something. Um, yeah. And it was just like, we could see kind of how they are as parents. And, and it's, 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 it's nice seeing in action and then hearing like the people you trust. Um, yeah. I can't wait for them to hear this and just be like them saying I'm talking total gibberish right now. But like, uh, but no, um, it, it's it's cool to to at least learn from the people that you like. You have Casey and Micah. Like you could you've been around them, yeah. Like, kind of see how things go. But I, right, I will say this: even my our short time of including pregnancy, so you know, almost a year of all that. Uh huh. The people who think they're the best parents are the ones that don't have kids, like straight up. And and I'm not trying to be rude, but like you'll have those people just like mm, make sure you get this or good luck with that. Like I'm sorry, what, what, how many yeah. kids? Do, how many kids do you have? Oh, okay, right. Like okay. yeah, right, right. <laughs> like sometimes credentials matter, you know. Yeah, like like what's I'll your resume? probably listen to the parent who's got five kids, you know, reared yeah. up five kids, you yeah. know, over yeah, and yeah. You can there, yeah. You can like Picasso it or like Mr. Potato Head it. You could take whatever you want from people and just kind of like uh-huh. get a good yeah. feel of everything, you know? Yeah. Um, but then at the end of the day, too, like you're the parent. What you think and how you want to raise your kid is like you have the final say, you know? Like what you think is best, you know best for your kid. Yeah. And so I'm sure there's probably this really cool like um, thing that happens where you begin to like trust your own intuition as a parent you know like you take some stuff like you said but oh this works for us or Mm -hmm. now we're not going to do this yeah so that's cool man yeah wow what a journey man now you're in it brother good work and now um well now i can stay up late even more and uh those ufc cards don't uh don't make me too sleepy anymore man (laughs) <laughs> yeah some big ones. i mean got some big ones coming up dude i'm super excited for which ones are you most excited about well in two weeks um 
Volkanovski and Taporia fight, and that I am so be... excited for that one, dude. Have you seen Taporia's hands? Like when he, I saw how he he put a masterclass on Josh Emmett. He did that, but then like his other, some of his highlights, like he just he's so good at changing levels, and like when it comes to just yeah. boxing, he's very very good. Um, I thought it was literally a boxing masterclass. Him and Josh Emmett. I was like this. I watched it back to back because it was such a good boxing yeah. fight. Yeah, he's so good. And then, um, yeah, but Volk, dude, Volk is a goat. Volk is a goat, man. I am still really excited about this fight. I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome fight. I actually thought Volk um, and Yair was going to be maybe more competitive than it was, but Volk being such a goat. It looks so good. It's so good. It sucks because, like, I probably like yourself, I'm a huge Max Holloway fan, right? Like, I love Max. Yeah. He's, yeah. I think, I think everyone in the world probably loves him. Like, I don't, I can't find somebody who doesn't like him. And, um, it's, it's their first fight. Sure. I'll give it to Volk. Second fight, I think Max won. Third fight, it was very clear that Max lost. Like, very, very clear. But, yeah. But I just, I think I think it goes bulk right now. I think if if you talk just the best featherweights in the world, it goes bulk and then max, but very very close. So now when you have Taporia there, who hasn't really fought the same competition, like Max's resume is probably the best in that whole weight class. Um, oh, for sure. But you have Volk versus Taporia, and then um, wait has Yair and Max fought. Yeah, they fought. Max won. Okay. Oh, Mac, dude, let's here's go. The, dude, Mac, Max beat. I, I don't have to pull up his resume. I think I kind of know off the top of my head for the most part. But he beat. Um, he beat Jose Aldo twice. He um, considered he the goat. Did some. lose to Dustin Poirier. Yeah, considered the goat. He lost to Dustin Poirier. He beat Brian Ortega. Very bad. He yep. destroyed Calvin Cater. Um, he beat the Korean Zombie. <laughs> He beat um Yair. good too. That was an yeah. awesome fight. Him and, like, yeah. dude, he's, dude, he's um, stud. But so then, what do you think? What are your thoughts on him versus Justin? Because he's going up a weight class to fight Justin at one fifty five. Yeah, but I think when he fought um Justin, it was on short notice at one fifty five. Oh, so like it? when when Max fought Justin for like the interim championship or whatever, like he yeah. didn't even look big. Like he looked kind of like doughy. I guess yeah. if that makes sense, because he looks small for that weight class. So if he uh-huh. has time to like put on muscle, I don't know what his power is. He doesn't. He's never really had power. Yeah, and Justin is like has Justin's bad. devastating power. Justin's bad. I mean, bad it's going to be a great fight. I I hope it's going to be a great fight. I'm super excited for it. You know what though? Max um, has never been knocked down. Right. Never been knocked down or wobbled ever. Yeah. I don't imagine it's going to be a wrestling fight. Uh, right? I mean, it's going to be a stand and banger. Yeah, it'll be a stand and bang. But, like, dude, I think... I think it depends because when Max and Volk fought, Volk was chopping Max's legs a lot. And, uh-huh. of course, Justin has good leg kicks. So, yeah, if you do that and you limit Max's distance control and movement a little bit, Max is way right. quicker. Max is insanely faster yeah. i would assume yeah. and his um, output is so high too at least with his hands like he puts out yeah and i don't know who would get tired out of those two 
Yeah. Justin gets oh, Justin gets crazy. hit a lot. Like he definitely gets hit a lot. Like he got he got wobbled a couple times against Chandler. I think he got like hit pretty well against Dustin in their last fight. And of course Dustin knocked him out in their first fight. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. I was I was shocked that it went just, that way. I thought it was gonna be a going the distance just slug fest, but oh Dustin good for Dustin. Yeah, good good for Gaethje on that for I sure. I will say the nicest thing about that, um, obviously I'm Poirier is probably one of my favorite fighters of all time. Like I love him. And I think <laughs> Yeah, me too. I think I think the nice thing was it was like a quick shot, head kick. Yeah. Knocked him out uh-huh. cold. No follow up yep. shot. It was just boom, done. Yep. Like he didn't take a lot of damage. It was yeah. early. So Yeah. I also okay. feel like uh I mean I got an affinity for Justin to Colorado. You know, he was in some capacity part of the Genesis fight team that I was that I went to. Um I never saw him there or met him, but he was there at times and um train he trains with our kickboxing coach at Genesis is his coach, uh at least for kickboxing. But he'll be in the corner probably with him. But so I got an affinity. I love Justin. I love, you know, kind of hometown guy and as a fighter as well. I remember when this just came to mind, but when he like made the switch, because I remember when he was like wild and I was like, man, I don't think this guy can like make it fighting like this. And then he like made the like conscious switch and he became more kind of cerebral. And I was like, I really like him. But his coaches, man, Trevor is like a mastermind. I think so I imagine him so much. I yeah. think he really helped him so much with that, with his striking and control instead of going wild. Because he can always go oh, wild. Yeah. Like you always have this, but like let's uh-huh. work on this. And if something happens here, dude, you, you can always go back to what you know. And that's yep. just throwing bombs. Throwing bombs. <laughs> throwing bombs. But like I'm sure watching Max's last fight with with uh Volk, they they probably took so many notes on leg kicks and do's and don'ts just yeah. knowing the the level of coaching that he has so i'm it's like so, it's so funny because like you and i are diehard fans like we've been following the sport for over 15 years probably and like yep, long time i'm sure you still have this too but like there's times in my head like when i'm watching a fight or i hear a fight announced and like there's training videos i'm watching i'm like man i hope i hope i hope max knows that those leg kicks like dude, these are professionals you know those coaches are watching film <laughs> Like, 100 like part, part of me is just like 100 like did, gosh i hope they're ready for dustin's output because his box is yeah notch i'm like dude these are professional coaches that do this yeah like I'm i think sure i think that's they know the that's the love in the game in us dude and the uh the the coach's heart in us too you know what i mean like yeah. we we've been watching now long enough where we've developed our own eyes for the game and and oh, yeah. but yeah you're exactly right they're like yeah we saw that like years ago that's like page one of our 20 page essay on how to beat (laughs) yeah we got that but yeah i know what you're saying we're like justin was so wild and then it was i think right before he fought like james vick or or something like that he he switched to trevor Uh i don't don't know if he always had trevor but i feel like that's when he like really started getting more technical and his punching and boxing was better and then from there dude it was like he messed up tons of people, and then he, his big show was against Tony Ferguson, where he yep. just dude, it. that was that was insane. What happened? That, that was, was insane. Were you were you in Indiana? I think I was. So did you watch it at my house with Kyle? And I Demet? think I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
Okay. I feel like that's when we saw like a piece of Tony's soul like leave him. Like he almost, in my estimation, hasn't been the same since that fight. So that was in 2020. That was the first UFC event of COVID, and there was nobody in the crowd, so you could hear everything. Oh yeah, all the punches, yep. dude, slaps and thumps. Holy cow, man! Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was insane. That yep, know. that's gonna be good. That's gonna be a good fight for That'll sure. And then I'm look because Dustin fights in March. Um, he's a yeah. co-main with uh, he's on there. Oh, Sugar Sean and Cheeto are on that one. That'll oh, let's go! Too. I'm stoked for that. That's gonna be, be good. good. It's gonna be a good fight. I like that fight a lot too. I like uh, the matchup. I like the the second fight. I like you know, say what you will. Sean's got his side of the story. Cheeto's got his. I mean, but a win's a win. Some may say. So I'm excited to see how they run it back because. Hot I feel take. like that's going to be, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, no. Hot take it up. Oh, uh, Corey Sanhagen is, beats them both and will be champion by uh, the end of the know, year. You know, yeah, I was Corey actually Corey's going to be champion by the end of the year. 100%. Yeah. Corey Sanhagen versus uh, Sean O'Malley's, I feel like a way more dangerous fight than Cheeto. I could be dead wrong, but that's how I feel. Also, on that note, have you seen, have you watched any of Sanhagen's YouTube? He does, uh, doesn't he like do training videos and stuff? He does like training tutorials. They are so good, dude. He's so like, good. Plus, he's his like his striking approach and how he breaks things down in trans is very good too. His movement, his angles, movement, yeah. His mind, though, his fighting mind, mind is really good. He has the like conceptual mind of fighting, he's a very deep thinker, but yeah, fighting IQ, high fight IQ, fighting IQ. There you go. Yep. I don't think he has a fight scheduled. I bet he. I think he deserve. He definitely deserves a fight more than Cheeto, but because of like the history, which I yeah. I don't like that too much. Where, um, it goes from what fight sells to what fight is deserving. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's fine as a fight fan. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with either or. I'm gonna watch either or. Most of the oh, time, for sure. Most of the time. But yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some good yeah. fights coming up. Like in a couple weeks, it's Alex, and then next month in March, it's the Dustin's on that card against the French assassin God of War. Is his name? He's great, great. name. So, um, his name is Benoit. Um, oh yeah, I yeah. can't pronounce his last name, Benoit. but he's ranked like 14. He was in the French military. He's probably killed somebody in real life. I don't know. Um. Because of the military, that's why. Perhaps. I mean, yeah, there's honestly, if we're a betting man, if we had to put like numbers on it, there's probably a high percentage. Probably a good chance. I mean, um, yeah. But Dustin's a dog. Dustin's, <laughs> He's Dustin's got the scrap. dog in him. Yeah. There's no quit in that man. Yeah. So, Any Anytime excited. Dustin fights, I'm tuning in for sure. Who do you, who do you think? Um, um, it's supposed to be announced this week, actually. Probably. For 300. Yeah, for the main event. Who do you think it is? Yeah. Well, I heard Connor say he's coming back in June, July. Yeah, that's so, what I said. Dana doesn't say that. Connor says that. So there's that's the difference. I know. Well, you saw that clip, right? That was circulating. He's like, Where I got, got, the, got, I got the the one. Yeah. yeah, I got an opponent. I got to wait. And then he, <laughs> he laughs after. Yeah. So it's like, all right, was it serious? Was it not? We don't know. But um, 
he called out 185 as the weight. He I knows, love that. <laughs> he knows that like anything he's he's in total control. That is like 100%. the thing that he has. 100%. He's like, dude, I can call any damn shot I want. Yeah. And, well, and that's the thing too. Can't tell because the main no. hasn't. Yeah, right. The main hasn't got announced for 300, so that could have been a ploy. And then he comes out, you know, the last announcement. He would save that announcement for himself. So the last announcement gets announced, Connor and Chandler, maybe or whomever Connor decides. But I, uh, I feel as though Chandler should get it. I mean, with with tough and with all the back and forth with kind of Connor saying um, that he could have it. It is it the most um, high end fight that. I want to see Connor in. I don't know if it is. If I don't it's the number one fight. But I would like to see Connor win when he comes back. Yeah. But I, I like Chandler, man. Chandler is awesome too. I really like him. I don't yeah. think I don't think he can beat Chandler. See, but yeah, part, Chandler's part been reason, active. That's that's the biggest thing is yeah. the activity. That's that's why, dude. That's why he got knocked out when he when he fought Dustin Poirier. He was off for like two and a half years. He comes yeah. back. Fights DP in Abu Dhabi. DP's been yeah. active in dog fights. Active in dog fights. Again. And then you're just yeah. going to step in and fight against this guy who's got pretty much better boxing than you. So now you're going right. to fight somebody like Chandler, who is explosive, strong, fast right. wrestler. Oh, and he's been fighting Justin Gaethje. See, you know, been in there with Tony Ferguson. Been in his there with chin, his chin. Probably like he he could get knocked out. Connor could land a shot on him. He takes shots. But yeah. Chandler, oh, Chandler definitely 100%. gets hit a lot. He's very hittable. Yeah, but he's very explosive. Yeah, got the activity under his belt. I think it's a fun fight. I mean, it's weird to say, but it seems like anything is possible with Connor. I, my honest take and uh, concern is this might be a hot take, but I do wonder if all the uh, the new whiskey he got the apple whiskey out now. He's got the stout out now. He got the restaurant. Have you, you know, with the all the whiskey? activity. Have you had it before? I have, yeah. I, I made hot toddies with it. It's real pretty nice. good, baby. It's yeah. pretty good. It's real good with the hot toddies, man. Oof. Real nice. But um, I just wonder if if that has taken a toll, you know? Oh, it has. Like, yeah. So, I don't know, man. And it seems like, at times, Michael Chandler is very disciplined mm-hmm. in his lifestyle, in his approach to fighting. So he's got um uh I guess it's the tequila was already made before, but he's a he's a co-partner yeah. of a uh, hiatus tequila now. Um, uh uh-huh. I heard that. He was in Fishers, Indiana. Really? He was at he was at the Kroger dropping off signed bottles and he didn't like announce it that he was there until I saw I so I saw that he was um on Ariel Hawani, like after he signed with Hiatus, and then yeah. um He's like, yeah, we're going to place like I'll go to Indiana. We're going to like do some bottle signings. And then he never announced when. And I saw like on his Instagram, he's like, hey, what's up, guys? We're here at Fisher's Indiana right now. What? Um, signing some bottles and dipping out. And I was like, bro, bro, I'm you like, announce that, man. I'm 30 minutes away. So Dude, um, the people would have came out. He mentioned like, I guess he mentioned that he'll be back again for stuff. But oh, that's cool. Yeah. But no, I see what you're saying. Like I could. It's very, very believable that connor's focus on the pub the whiskey the stout like and the money he makes not getting hit 
Yeah, right. he can take his focus off. But that doesn't say he doesn't love training or love MMA. Like he definitely yeah. does. But it's like I dude, think he's I've... got one of the deepest loves for it still. I mean, we've seen that time and time again, but but the time off and like I I probably would put money on Connor still just for the mm. fact of like I've always believed in his training, his methods, his mind, you know. He's got probably one of the toughest minds. And so uh for those for those factors, like he can never be counted out, in my opinion. But um... it it almost I and then to me as well, the fact that he's even willing to take a Michael Chandler fight just yeah, goes, it says, it says it all right there, you know? Like, yeah. would yeah. I do that? Probably not. I would probably try to get a fight that I know I could win and get, my, get back in the game, you know? So for that alone, it's like, yeah, man, you're a dog. You got the heart of well, the double Joe, champ. Joe Rogan said on the, uh, fighter, the most recent Fighter Companion episode, he, um, they were asking, like, Eddie Bravo and Brennan Schaub were asking him, like, hey, what's up with UFC 300? And I think Joe knows who the main event is going to be. He's like, uh-huh. yeah, he's like, they're they're trying to pull off something real big. If they can do it, if they can land it, it's going to be huge. He didn't say what it was, obviously, but um, he yeah. said they're, they're trying to do something big. And to me, like, I'm thinking, I think the biggest thing would be, like, Khabib coming back. That would be crazy. But apparently... It's during Ramadan, and he doesn't fight during Ramadan. But who would he even fight? He could fight Connor, Connor in Moscow, or it won't be in Moscow. But like, if you have Connor and Khabib, UFC three hundred. But then there's the uh, the the GSP and Khabib, but that doesn't make sense. I think the argument too is like UFC three hundred is going to sell itself. You don't need Connor on the headline. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, let him come Connor, back in June. You can have Connor on any other, and it's going to get a. Sh- ridiculous well because honestly then he could like focus for a few extra months you know he could sure get his mind right um sure it'd be a great headline but uh, dude him versus habib again like habib's been training as far as coaching he's been in the gym with the guys with islam oh, he like, loses could be could be beat him again for sure, right? Like, like I'm, I don't I'm even, sorry, I don't even I, want to see that. Yeah, I, I, I really like Connor. Like, I'm, I'm a Connor fan, but no, he, he loses to Khabib. Khabib is, <laughs> yeah. Khabib's just a stud. He's a stud. He's I would love to see him come back against anyone, really. Um, yeah, I would definitely tune in for that. But, but we'll see. It's supposed to be announced this week. Um, yeah, John Jones would be a big name. I know he's recovering. Yeah, I don't know if he. How long is out for? Because he would be out. Because he was supposed to fight. Was it? Steve um, Yeah, but was that November or December he was supposed to fight? Oh, I don't remember. Might have been. I, I think know. it was November. It was November. Um, And then they had like Aspinall and somebody else, that other big guy. Yeah, the big uh, Russian guy. But I don't remember how long his injury recovery was, if it was like six months or eight months, because that would put him around like like May, Yeah, I think. So who knows when he comes back, but it should be Stipe for that. So we'll see. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll see. Yeah. Like, I, I think like a huge, huge fight they could put on for like the, they could do Connor versus Nate Diaz 3. That would be. Yeah. That would they be could. insane, you know? Yeah. And that that was honestly that was a good fight. That was a competitive fight, back and forth. That would that would be a ton of fun, and they could finally settle the score. You know, there's 
history. There could be great buildup. Um, yeah, that could be good. I like that a lot. Uh, knowing Connor though too, would he want that or would he want to take on Leon or something like that and try to snatch the belt? Like go for gold right out the gate. He's, he would just go for gold and then just, just dip out because he's never defended his belt. So he would come in, win it, and be like, all right, peace out. Peace out. Which, yeah. which like, the triple champ. <laughs> the more the more I see it, like from, from someone like Connor, I kind of respect it where it's just like you guys are beating each other back and forth. Blah, blah, blah. I do this. I'll come in, win. All right, I'm good. Pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, though, as far as uh, a matchup, I wouldn't mind Leon style versus Connor style. I think that could be a good stylistic matchup. Yeah, they're both southpaws, right? Leon and southpaw? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that would be good. Both good stand-up fighters. Yeah, that, that could be a fun matchup. And then, I mean, three-time champ, 45, 55, 70. No, I could 40? see him. Oh yeah, it is seventy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I could see him doing that. I'm calling the shot. <laughs> there was a rumor. I saw a rumor on Twitter last week, and then like it started circling on like other um, other posts or stories, or whatever. It was Dana White would announce um, a 65 pound weight class, eliminating 70, making a 75 pound weight class. Therefore, 65 could be for the belt. For Connor and Chandler at UFC 300. Oh wow, that would be crazy, dude. Yeah, because that'd be cool. That, I mean, you would have, yeah, you probably have more like quote unquote champ champ, like more active champ champs because it's ten yeah. pounds. Like I think, yeah. I think it should be ten pounds every ten pounds. That makes sense because then you go like it does because right now what is it? It goes fifty five to seventy, and then seventy to yep. eighty five, then eighty five to two hundred five. Like right, you know, yeah. Give me something in between there. Give me those. Those, those are yeah. Those are big. Don't want to cut that much weight, but uh huh. Who knows? That could be really cool. People have been gunning for that for a long time too, so that could be really cool. It'd be a, that'd be really good for the fighters too, not yeah. having to cut that much weight, get in your actual proper weight class. You probably have um, more longevity too. People probably you stick would, around sure. more. You know. Yeah. Yep. I like that. That's a good idea. That's a golden million dollar idea right there. So you. you have to just send this to Dana and um, tell him to take a listen. And he can have all the credit for it, but the people will know. The, the, the people will know. Yeah, The yeah. people already know. I think I think the people know. The people know. Yeah, they know. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, we'll see, man. I know we'll have to have you back on once. Um, right before that fight, we could talk about it because uh, that's in April. Um, yeah, yeah. Once I it had, gets announced, once it gets announced, I'll have um, uh, it's uh, so Austin Hawkard and Gabe Soderman are in a band called Absent Handed, and the vocalist, yeah. his name is Lewis, he's been on um, he's been on here before, he's also a huge UFC guy, so he's coming back on in a couple weeks. Um, and we're going to talk about probably the same thing, just what his thoughts yeah. are on like the cards coming up. But um, they also have a a show coming up in Minneapolis, uh, their first show actually on March twenty second. Oh, sweet so man! We'll probably talk about that. And I'm I'm I think I'm going to be there. Yeah, it just depends on so. how things are going with the kiddo um, oh, and and the wife and stuff. But I'm, I'm I'm planning to be there. Yeah, man, that'll be fun. Be a good time. Good kind of, Real yeah, good I, time. I haven't been to Minnesota since um, October. 
So uh, it'll be good to go up there. I don't know when we're going to bring the kid up there. Um, I know, like, traveling. Dude, actually, we may have to uh, do a little coordination because we're thinking about taking a spring trip up to Minnesota, too. So, Ooh. yeah, man, we might have to do a little same time, same place. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be sweet yeah man. that'd be sweet yeah i'll i'll let you know like as it gets closer we're we're just playing it kind of by ear with um because kelsey will still be on leave um i actually don't go on my uh leave from work until april so, oh really yep i get i get some paid time off um i get let's go from them um good man as you is, should yeah yeah it, it'll be nice did you me. guys yeah. Hmm. Oh, did you guys like offset it? Like she get time first, and then when she goes back, you get time. Yeah, yeah I could. Yeah. I could have done it at the same time, but part of the reason we spaced it out was mainly just because of daycare. Mainly because yeah. of daycare. Like we want to go as long as we can without daycare because daycare prices are like a mortgage yeah. a month, dude. It's like yeah, it's anywhere from on average, it's anywhere from like. 325 to to something like four a week or something like that. So you wow. turn that up, dude, you're, you're paying like 1500 bucks a month. You know, Wild, bro. Um, yeah. Wow. Which I get it. Like, you know, you're dropping your kid off so someone can watch your kid. But also, anytime you bring right. your kid to daycare, dude, they get sick and then they bring that sickness home and then you're feeling like crap. But right. Just, that's what kids do, man. They're, they're little petri dishes, man. Little petri dishes. Yeah. Yep. They're all they're all out yep. there just you're around other kids who have their hand in their butt playing with toys and they put the toy in their mouth or something stupid. You know what it's like. Yeah, man. Yeah. They're givers. They give everything they got. They are givers. S- secluded, and... man. Yeah. Real generous. That's, like you didn't that's... have to give that to us, but Oh, bless yep. your heart. Bless your heart, Caleb. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks. Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> We got a Caleb who works with us, and he's a yoke. So thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you for being such a giver. <laughs> <laughs> you need to give um, those weights a break. So, uh, do you got any big plans this year? If we're gonna close out with some aspirations or some motivation from you, what's your biggest? I love that, dude. Plan I love that. Um, well, currently, right in front of me, um, going on a snowboarding trip next weekend so west virginia with caleb and his little brother and his dad um i was i was uh yeah in a in a small group actually the some of the premarital stuff that you and i and kelsey did um was from this small group that i was a part of and so we're gonna take a little guys trip snowboarding trip uh hit the slopes and uh i spent a lot of time sometime wakeboarding this last summer and um getting my getting my my water feet under me and so it's very similar to snowboarding so i'm excited to see how it translates i want to wakeboard it's so fun i tried it the one time i tried it man i was um i was in minnesota of course and it was uh i was i was i was hooked up i was on the rope and then it i don't know if it was just me trying to get the leverage down and then whoever was driving the boat like when they take off and slow down and all that stuff but i yeah. just kept crashing forward and the more i did it the more water got up my nose and i'm like oh yeah I'm, like i'm good right on now. the on the start when you're trying to start and get up yeah so it was like yeah. i yeah 
like I would go and then I had it and then I don't know if either I gave out or if they just didn't pick the speed up with it and then I would just give forward and then yeah just water up my nose like five times in a row and I'm like bro yeah because because what's funny is like you're doing that you have everyone on the boat watching you and then you have people on the boat giving you tips I'm like listen oh yeah I'm listening to what you guys are saying it's not transferring yeah okay so <laughs> yeah so I'm just I'm just not yep. gonna do it again I'll, I'll do it in a couple hours I'll try it but yeah. uh-huh but yeah I'd no, like I get to, it dude I'd like to wakeboard again for sure uh it's so fun but it's also very similar to snowboarding how you carve and how you balance and even like hit the wake and so uh, I'm excited to see how it translates on the hills but um it may be uh I think this year you know like we talked about earlier maybe the time that we finally try here soon not too soon but soon you know so um yeah man I'm trying to I'm trying to just get into a rhythm of of discipline with my morning routine and with my myself my body and time with the lord and all these things and so it's it's funny like when we enter a new year you know like looking back and how we want to change and then hoping that we keep those changes going and so it's still fresh you know january is still fresh and so i'm coming out of some good momentum so the big plan is to just keep it going man yeah and so uh yeah i want to be different on the other end of it so that's kind of the goal so far but we uh yeah on that note work might change as well location may change and so we're just kind of being flexible and trying to play play by ear you know make the best moves um as they as they come so we'll that's see good. it's that's gonna good. be a good year though that's for sure that's good how about uh, you man same question to you kind of uh kind of the same thing i, I want to um just have more purpose with with doing things and kind of staying a little more consistent throughout it. So whether it's like, hey, I'm gonna try this. Um, yeah, I want to make sure that I give it enough attention to actually like see value. So whether it is um, a discipline in the morning, um, or you know, like like less less time on my phone or or less time on materialistic things I, whatever it is i just want to kind of stick to that um yeah i think i have i learned this from rob actually like he does uh, a couple of years ago like he had a goal of like hey what's your like new year's resolution he's like i want to make the perfect grilled cheese so it's like so i want to have like one fun thing where it's like this year i want to like man i want to really really get my pizza down or something like that you know yeah um so so i'm kinda, i love I'm, that yeah so i'm like that right now i really want to get a good good pizza down and like i've just been um i don't know i've been like more hard on myself the last couple of times we've made pizza i'm like this sucks what the hell is going on? Like the dough's not rising like it used to. And like, I'm just really getting hard on myself, but I just need to be patient. Um, so, yeah. so I think this year it's, it's a uh, similar, just more discipline with, with certain things or, or goal setting. Um, uh -huh. I, uh, I want to dive into the Bible a lot more. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's start like a I'll, plan together. I'll wake up. We should, I wake up, I'll read the verse of the day. Um, you know, I'll do my prayers throughout the day and just kind of just, just, you know, just that's, that's kind of the gist of it. Um, yeah. But otherwise, I don't know, just, just, just 
just grow a little bit more with wisdom um, yeah and just kind of you know make sure that i also take good care of myself i think that's the other that's the other big one because a lot of times yeah. especially now like you know i'm I'm taking care of the baby i'm make i'm making sure kelsey's good you know um which that's not just my duty but that's just like what, what i want to do like you know that's my wife and that's my kid um but yeah at the same time sure. i have to remind myself to take good care of myself you know got to um, yeah because so it's that's such a good point dude because it's hard sometimes to take care of other people to the best that you can if you're not taking care of yourself yeah. like you don't want to spend all your time taking care of yourself where they get neglected but you'll probably be able to take care of them better by taking care of yourself yeah and i think that's something that like um i don't know i've just kind of like always need to remind myself and i'm not like doing very good at that uh just reminding myself like hey um i need to take care of myself need to respect myself as well in the process of like being there for other people you know mm -hmm. so that's good that. man that's a good reminder yeah but that's well, uh, that's, that's that's like a, a big chunk. that's that's pretty much it like i just want to just be better <laughs> yeah we should um i was a part of this group where we'd meet every there's a guy's group every Thursday and um, for a year. And at the end of our group, it's kind of similar to what you just asked me, but we would do commitments to change. Like we would think of our own, how we want to change and be better. And then we would, as a means of motivation, come up with our own consequences as well. Like if we didn't, you know, follow through and it, it ranged, like some of them were funny. Sometimes the guys were feeling real froggy and be like i'm not playing video games for a week or i'm gonna sell my xbox if i don't do it and sometimes they'd be like sometimes there's physical stuff you know i'm gonna do 100 push-ups if i don't xyz you know kind of fill in your yeah. own consequence but um we should do some follow-up man where we we're like telling each other some things commitments to change keeping each other accountable you know um because that'd be great i mean if i know anything dude we can't do any of these things alone so yeah, we may just yeah, need each down. other. <laughs> I'd be down for that for sure, man. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I I appreciate that. We should do that. Definitely do. Yeah. That. So sweet, man. Well, cool, man. Um, thank you for uh for being on, man. It's always always no, dude. Pleasure, always a yeah. pleasure. Yeah, it's always good to talk to you, man. I'm glad uh, that I'm glad we can, we can put this out too. in the world forever and just catch up, man. The people can hear us just chopping it up. Just chopping um, it up. But I love you, man. Well, good to talk that. to you. Good to hear from you, man. And uh, excited for you. Thanks, excited man. for excited. yeah. Excited Your new for you. season of life. Yeah. You too, man. I can't wait to um for you to meet him and and uh whether it's up here or if we take a trip down there or something or wherever. Bro, let's go. You go. Let's go, oh, okay, man. Dude. Let's go. <laughs> All, All right, right, brother. Man. Love you, man. Love Peace you too, out. Man. Give you a little baby a kiss on the uh, forehead for me. All right, deuces. Peace out, Cals. Deuce. Deuce.